Hello and welcome to Straight from the Table, episode 23. Today I'm really delighted to have Ashley Baseka from Pre- Premium Catch joining me to share her favorite foods and nutritional tips with us. Hello, Mrs. Baseka. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. And it's uh, Besseker. I know it's oh, very best. hard to pronounce. No problem. <laughs> and it's uh, Premier Catch. Premier, Premier Catch. Got it. Uh, okay. Yep. Got it. Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, okay. But just to start off, uh, for the benefit of our listeners, I've got a l- little intro here for you. So uh, you are a registered dietitian nutritionist a certified dietitian and a nutritional genetics specialist. Is this correct? That's correct. Uh, You work with professional athletes such as Megan Rapinoe, Sue Bird, and athletes from the NFL, NBA, WNBA, NWSL, MLB, and European Premier League using personalized nutrition and training to help them avoid overuse injuries. Correct. Uh, That is quite quite the list. I'm I'm going to (laughs) need... Definitely going to need some of those tips for the overuse to avoid the overuse injuries, especially going into high school soccer season. Yes. Um, You educate and promote the benefits of sustainable seafood for all our health and nutrition as well. That's correct. Yeah. I mean, that is quite an impressive resume. Uh, I'm excited to find out what I learn and what the listeners will learn. So thank you for sharing your time with us today. You're welcome. Um, Okay, so my first question for you is, would you say that you love eating healthy foods or do you have to make yourself eat the foods that are good for you? So that actually has evolved as I've grown. Um, (laughs) I I do love healthy foods. I think um, when I go through my favorite food list, it's very obnoxious things like beets and goat (laughs) cheese and, um, and, you know, cucumbers and things that most people would not you know, yeah. would find like, oh, she's a dietitian, of course. But, um, you know, I, I would consider myself a flexitarian, meaning I eat all foods in moderation. Mm-hmm. Of course, I try um, to be, you know, predominantly plant-based, meaning that, you know, you start with plants as the base of your meal, and then you add in your proteins and all that around it. Um, but in, in high school, and when I was growing up, um, I was, you know, just like everybody else, I, I, I drink pop, I, I had McDonald's happy meals when I was a kid. Um, we, you know, would went we went out, we had pizza. Like I grew up very normal and balanced yeah. and I still am. So I have two little kids and they eat mac and cheese and we yeah. have Cheerios in the house and goldfish. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to, um, definitely try to eat healthy for sure. Yeah. The goal should be always more plants, more plants, more plants, um, <laughs> But it's it's totally balanced. You got to be able to enjoy your pizza too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely got to have some of those treats. But the uh, the the priority of the vegetables. Yes. Yeah, I'm a. I would say I'm like I obviously love my meats. So like I love like a nice steak or like a nice burger. Any like assortment of meat, I'll have it. But whenever I do have that, I obviously have to have to have the greens and like the vegetables with it. Although I don't. Although that isn't the main part of the meal for me. Yeah. That is uh, something that has to be there. That's great. Um, so if you're, uh, my next question is, do you actually have, so you know, you said that when you list your favorite foods, you list like beets and cucumbers, which maybe, I don't think people would typically say that that is their favorite foods. 
Um, do you have any tips for people that would maybe like be able to transition their palate in order to make healthy foods become their favorite foods? Yes. So I am, I am actually a very big condiment person. So I don't <laughs> like things like all plain. So like my cucumbers yeah. always have sea salt on them. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think a little, some condiments have been demonized. And so people always think, oh, you got to do like fat-free dressing, or you got to do low fat this, or don't put ranch on your veggies, things like that. Yeah. I, I call, I call BS on that. I think <laughs> um, it's really important to make things taste good. And so yeah. I would say eating the carrots with ranch is better than not eating the carrots at all. So in order to try new foods, and this is what I do with my kids too, um, they're allowed to put whatever they want on it. Yeah. It's yeah. just a matter of, you know, let's try a bell pepper. Um, mm -hmm. You might not love it plain and, and a lot of adults might not even like it plain, but if you put some salt and pepper on it, or if you put like, if you dip it in a sauce, um, yeah. and even something like a teriyaki or a, um, a type of salad dressing or something like that, it's, it's totally great. So I think, um, or like drizzling honey or putting cheese on mm -hmm. something like when you're having steamed broccoli, if you sprinkle cheese on it, it doesn't take away from the good nutrients you're getting from the broccoli. It just, it adds more nutrition to it, right? Yeah. It adds more fat and, and protein and all of that with the cheese on it, but, um, yeah. it doesn't take away from what you're getting from the fruits and vegetables. So I would say eat the foods, try the foods and don't be afraid to dress them up. Yeah. Cause I think one thing when, especially with healthy foods, I think when people think of a healthy food, like obviously they're going to think of vegetables. And when they think of those vegetables, they're like, oh, I just, I don't want to have like a cucumber by itself. Like they, that's like the way they think. But when, like you said, adding condiments, like, although I already like cucumber by itself, um, I'm sure there are some people who don't. And one thing I do and what I really like is a peanut butter and cucumber like sandwich. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's just like, like because obviously cucumber there isn't a lot of taste to it mm -hmm. when you just have that peanut butter it kind of just has like you're having a peanut butter sandwich but you do have that cucumber in there to like yeah. still have that nutritional value mm -hmm. yeah it's just putting more plants in it's not taking things out yeah okay um so I mentioned a little bit like you are really promoting like sustainable seafood um mm -hmm. in diets and I'm going, I'm going to admit I'm not, I'm not the biggest fish fan. So I, I won't really try and have like that much fish. I, I love salmon and cod, especially being English, even though it's not very good to you, fish and chips. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll devour that. I love fish and chips. I like all the types of salmon that my mom makes at home. There's definitely room for improvement for me. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure lots of young people also would agree with me in terms of like not like having all the fishes um, to eat that they know are good for you. How would you encourage people like me to include more fish in my diet? Yeah. Um, well, going off the first part about like the health benefits and why you should be getting more seafood in your diet. Um, before I started premier catch with my sister-in-law a couple of years ago, um, I, you know, I just did my job that you described at the beginning. I mm -hmm. just, I, I am a dietitian, I'm a genetic mm -hmm. specialist. And so 
I have been touting the importance of omega-3 fatty acids, which is the one of the, you know, molecules in seafood, yep. um, especially, you know, fatty fish like salmon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the research on omega-3s is, is absolutely outstanding. And it's re- repeated across countries, across research laboratories, across um, disease states, like the more omega-3s that you have in your diet, mostly that's coming from fish and fish oil. You can get it through other things as well, but fish is one of the best absorbed sources. Um, it's preventing heart disease. It's, it's preventing brain issues. It's helping with concussions. So you think about you play soccer. Yeah. 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 So think about how many times you do headers and even though those aren't concussions, but (laughs) how many times have you done little tiny blows to your head over how many years, right? Yeah, exactly. Sports, um, you know, is just a really physical thing. And, and omega threes is like the number one thing you can do Mm -hmm. to prevent injury, not only joints, um, but also brain health and heart health. Heart health is the number one killer in our heart disease is the number one killer in our country. So I know young people don't think about that, but what you can, what we do now when you're in your teens and twenties and you know, later on in your thirties, mm-hmm. um, what we do now is what prevents all that stuff later when we get okay. yeah. quote, old. <laughs> um, yeah. so seafood is just the best way to do that. So again, somebody like you, who doesn't like seafood, you do not have to have a piece of salmon with salt and pepper and lemon. That is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's a yeah. very, that is a very, you know, um, true way uh, to, to enjoy <laughs> seafood, but even in something like a fish and chip where it's yeah. fried with the breading on the outside, again, yeah. it's not taking away from the, the oils that you're going to get from the fish. Yeah. You're just adding more calories and you're adding more fat and you're adding more carbs. And that's all <laughs> fine. Cause as long as you're active, you're, you're using all that nutrition. Um, yeah. So I would, I would say you can totally try the recipes that are like kind of more plain um, mm-hmm. that bring out really the flavor of the seafood, but thinking about doing it Southern style with like a lot of those spices, like Old Bay, Cajun, like yeah. thinking about doing it that way or blackened over like a Caesar salad with Caesar salad dressing. It makes mm-hmm. it easier to eat those bites of salmon. Um, there's a really awesome recipe that one of my athletes really likes. Um, they have a go- multiple gold medals and they hold world records and Olympic records. And their <laughs> favorite recipe is a sweet potato salmon cake. They make it like weekly. So it's like, uh, not cake as in like salmon, like a burger kind of. Yeah. 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 Potato salmon cakes. Yeah. So they like mix it all together with mashed sweet potato and some other veggies, but the salmon is in there. And so they have this like salmon burger basically. So there's definitely ways to do it. And also thinking about the shellfish too. So even if you don't like fish, maybe you like shrimp. Mm -hmm. Um, the one thing with shrimp is you just have to make sure that it's wild and it's hard (laughs) to find wild shrimp, um, and prawns. So that's just the one thing when you're, when you're looking for seafood and buying seafood in the store, just don't buy farmed. It's, um, kind of just like a wild, wild west out there. And, um, it doesn't have as many of the health benefits, especially not the omega threes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely, um, I'm definitely going to need that fish for the, uh, all, all the heading I've done. Yes. Um, yeah. I just, I mean, I always remember just like my mom always telling me like, you know, fish is brain food. And when mm-hmm. I was younger, I always used to think, um, oh, brain food, like this fish is going to make me smarter. 
for some reason I was thought fish made me smarter. But it does sound like um if like starting like now, like you said, like in the teens, twenties, and as we get older, um starting now will like be able to prevent all those heart diseases and like other stuff, other complications that might come along if we start earlier now and start eating. Yes. And, and the goal should be at least twice a week. So when you're thinking like, well, how do I, how do I improve? Um, Mm -hmm. Try to have seafood be one of your proteins at least twice a week. And that would even count as like a tuna sandwich. Albuquerque is awesome. Has a Mm -hmm. lot of omega threes and protein and stuff too. So if you can do it over a lunch or even like a smoked salmon on Mm -hmm. some avocado toast, or like there's different ways to get it in versus just thinking like a piece of fish on your dinner plate. Um, (laughs) but if you can do seafood twice a week and just try to think, can my protein be a seafood source tonight instead of building on chicken? Cause a lot of people just automatically think, okay, we got to have dinner tonight. Like, okay, we have chicken, but yeah, try to reverse that and think, okay, so do we have any seafood in the house or would, is there a good seafood dish that we can do? Um, maybe making, you know, an extra portion or two when you're talking to your parents, or if you're getting into cooking, um, making a one for everybody, but making a couple extra portions so you can use them the next day on a salad. is a good idea. Um, just to kind of anytime you can make it easier for yourself. Yeah, definitely. I feel, yeah. And anything to make it easier, anything to, uh, push me over that edge it, it does sound like making it for like fish would be like really easy you know like especially like for lunches like I love Caesar salads and you mentioned like salmon on like I usually I will admit usually I have like chicken Caesar salad because like yeah. oh it's chicken but like I I might have to try the uh, salmon Caesar salad because it's so easy to make and I'm sure it like just tastes the same because the Caesar dressing is pretty powerful by itself Exactly. And so you don't get so much salmon flavor and you'll find that it, when you start eating like wa- good, fresh, wild um, mm-hmm. fish, it doesn't taste as fishy and gross. So maybe you, you think you don't like seafood, but maybe you just haven't been eating the good stuff before. Yeah. But the yeah, Caesar dressing would totally make that flavor better. And again, seasoning it with things like salt and pepper, lemon pepper, mm-hmm. Cajun seasoning, um, you know, all, there's so many different great seasonings out there. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to put that on there. Cause if it gets it in your body twice a week, I mean, I don't that's care. Really good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like one thing that's like, I it's really put me off is, um, have you ever had like that package seaweed? It's like the squares of seaweed in that plastic. Like that is like got a really fishy smell. Yes. Nori like paper that. is, well, some people love it. Some people don't, but there's so many like trace minerals in mm-hmm. in seaweed and that's mm-hmm. why it's 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 so healthy but it that's why that's why it's such a bold flavor those trace yeah. minerals are so powerful in there. yeah exactly yeah it's difficult because like like when I smell that I'm like oh that like that's fish smell and it like almost like makes me gag every time but I just oh, got that it's just the condiments another good option too do you like sushi or poke not really I don't I'm not really a big fan of sushi so some people, you know, might think, oh, I don't like like baked fish or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but they might like poke bowls um, yeah. or um, sushi. And so that's another thing. Um, the, pr- the reason that we flash freeze at our fish at Premier Catch um, is because it's sushi grade. So you can actually yeah. just thaw a piece of sockeye salmon or whatever mm-hmm. and just cut it up raw and put it with soy sauce and 
you know, rice and all that stuff and just make a sushi, like a poke bowl with it or roll it up in some nori paper with rice and make sushi. Um, yeah. so that's another good way to think about it for people. Um, if you don't think you like the traditional fish sense, like a fish dinner, you might actually like a, a poke bowl or some sashimi or sushi. And that's super easy to do with pr the premier catch portions. Cause you just thaw it and slice it and it's ready to go. Yeah. I've, I've seen, I've seen lots of those and I think that just like seems so easy and like simple and I'm assuming very healthy. Yeah. Um, so my next question for you is. Like, like what I like what I do in the show is the ultimate uh, delicious meal. So appetizer, main meal, on dessert, but like also like so your like ultimate one. Um, but I'd love to have, but also like stay healthy. So what would be like your dream appetizer? Um. Oh my gosh, I love these. I don't know if you've ever been to Purple in Bellevue, but I love these. Um, they're gorgonzola stuffed dates. I, I, I don't think I, I don't think I could say I've had that there um, this appetizer at purple and um, they have pancetta or prosciutto mm -hmm. and gorgonzola and dates in them like I could eat those all day but that's my favorite app and so I've made them I've like recreated them at home before oh you've re how how did the homemade ones compare to the in restaurant ones great they're actually really easy really but, yeah interesting yeah you might yeah, that's that's I like to do that as well. Like just like have see something in a restaurant and go, this seems like so easy to make at home. Like yeah. especially like desserts. Like my favorite dessert in in the world is um we'll get onto that, but is like lava cake, chocolate lava cake, you know, where it's like cake and then gooey in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So like having that in a restaurant, like that it's always like really rich, but I love it. And like, just like the other week, like my mom and I made it and it was like so easy to make it. It took us like, you know, like 10, 15 minutes, bake it. And then it's just right there. And it's mm -hmm. like so easy and like simple and like tastes the exact same. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so now it would be, what would be your ultimate entree? So... Let's see if I'm thinking like super rich, like luxurious type mm -hmm. indulgent meal. Um, I think it would have to be some sort of like prawn, creamy, yeah. like yeah. risotto or something with prawns. Um, mm -hmm. That's that would be kind of like my fave seafood um, one. I mean, also, I, I also really love um, like sa salmon and, yeah. and having that like our uh, my father-in-law makes an amazing um salmon with brown sugar and soy sauce and mm -hmm. butter and all these that's yeah, yeah. A, a delicious go-to as well um but also I love um just like huge big salads too so not just a salad with lettuce but I love having like a ton of different veggies in there but then also mm -hmm. there's like nuts and seeds and there's dried yeah. fruit or even like cut up apples and and dressing and so mm -hmm. it's kind of like um it's like a whole meal but all shredded together That's yeah exactly yeah it's just like in a, it's just surrounded almost by salad yes like yeah like I really like it when there's like peanuts in my salad like yes. having that crunch I think yep. that's like really nice yep and it's so good for you nutritionally too like mm -hmm. I'm like telling my athletes if you can do just like a handful of nuts and seeds a day it's a huge difference it's, it makes a big deal yeah good good thing I actually do really like nuts so that, yeah. that's a good thing yeah I love nuts um my next question, and then the final one, is going to be your ultimate dessert. I'm not sure how easy this will be to stay healthy unless you have some fruit. Um, no, 
and again, this is like, you got to have your indulgences. And so mm-hmm. of course, most sweets are, are mostly all sugar yeah. um, or fat. If there's some fried mm-hmm. things in there, mm-hmm. but it, it's totally fine. It's it, again, it, I don't want to, I don't want there to ever be guilt or shame around food for people. It, yeah. just, it just takes away food should be joyful. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I try not to say there's, there's no, there's not really any bad foods, although I know mm-hmm. that's one of the questions. I do have an exception <laughs> to that rule. Um, but so I'm not, I'm not really a, a sweet person. If I was going to indulge, I would go for salt. Like salt is my jam. So like, um, chips or yeah. like guac crackers, yep. like <laughs> anything, um, that's like that. Um, so okay. any of my favorite desserts would, would have salt involved. So like salted caramels, mm-hmm. those like sea salt and caramel, those are bomb. Yeah. I, I love, I, I do really like sea salt and caramel. Like Cause like you really taste the sea salt. And then once you get past the sea salt, then it's just all nice and caramel. Mm-hmm. And they do yeah. like, um, sea, like salted chocolates and things like that too. It's just, it's like the sweet and salty together. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big plus for, uh, sea salt at like to, for sweet and savory, like combined mm-hmm. into like a little meal. Um, and then my next question for you would be for protein, uh, specifically, a topic of interest for young people who are serious about sports is like how much protein they should be getting in their diet each day. So I was wondering what that like, how much protein they should have in a day. And if there is like a maximum amount of pro like protein that you shouldn't have any more of, otherwise it could get unhealthy. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so if you are somebody who eats animal proteins, meaning chicken, fish, beef, pork, and any of those, even eggs mm-hmm. and cheese, um, that protein is very well bioavailable. So it's yeah. absorbed very well into our bodies. Mm-hmm. So if you eat animal proteins and you're eating them daily, mm. chances are you're hitting your protein goal. Um, without necessarily having to do extra. So Mm -hmm. I would say if you're doing animal proteins, two out of your three meals a day, every day, mostly if it's a regular part of your diet, like you're, you're golden, you're good. Yeah. Um, Okay. But if you are vegetarian or vegan, or you're, you're, you're reducing your animal proteins for other reasons, then it might get kind of hard, especially for vegans and vegetarians. Um, the plant sources of protein, are wonderful, but they're just not absorbed as well. So Mm -hmm. you need more of them. And then sometimes the amount of beans that you need to eat (laughs) to match the chicken that you would have had is like too much food, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then you would be looking at supplementing with something or even, you know, for some of my vegans and vegetarians, I just ask, would you be willing to do an animal protein, like an egg or a fish once a week or twice Mm -hmm. a week and be more, like a, a flexitarian, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. where you're, you're eating it, you know, the meat as a kind of more of a side dish versus the mm-hmm. main dish. Um, so that, that would be a big distinguishing factor for, are you getting enough protein? Well, do you eat animal proteins or not? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I know I'm a big animal eater protein. Like there's at least a little bit of like animal protein in my diet or well, especially like in di- like dinner, I've got like a piece of meat with mm-hmm. a practically every dinner I have I've got that piece of meat so yeah I hope that uh, I get that protein but additionally for like getting that protein what are your views on like protein powder and like creatine and like those protein shakes 
Yeah. So just like, um, I just talked about with whole food protein, um, there's lots of different protein powders out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's whey protein, which most people have heard about whey is, you know, going to be from dairy. Um, so it's the protein that's found in dairy. So, you know, if somebody's lactose intolerant, they're actually just intolerant to the sugar in dairy, not necessarily the protein. So if somebody is lactose intolerant, they might actually be able to do whey because mm-hmm. they're different. Yeah. Um, okay. I never, I never thought about being lactose intolerant like that. Yeah. So some people are, are just, they think they're lactose intolerant. So they say they can't have whey or dairy, but, mm-hmm. but they actually can. So that's a kind of a side note, but so again, whey is better absorbed. And then the mm-hmm. plant-based proteins like pea protein or um, hemp protein, or these different various proteins, um, those aren't as well absorbed. So there, I would say if a good, a good rule coming from like an athletic standpoint and for any um, high school athlete out there, but you could also just use this for average everyday people. There's supplements that are considered, um, NSF certified for sport. So they've been cleared to be okay for use for professional athletes who are drug yeah. tested. So yeah. an NSF sport certification, it's just like a little blue label and you can Google NSF sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are going to be good brands. So like yeah. I love Thorn is a great brand and mm-hmm. uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of different ones. So don't necessarily just go to GNC and grab protein powder. There's a mm-hmm. lot of like, really crappy protein powders out there yeah. with a lot of like fake sugars in them and additives and, you know, um, so if you're going to use protein powder, make sure it's a good NSF supplement product. Yeah. Um, and then you get to choose, do you want a plant-based one or a, uh, just a way protein-based one? And then also, do you want it just to be protein or do you want it to be more like a complete meal? Do you want it to have carbs and fat in it as well so that you can kind of replace a meal? Or if you're running between practice and you don't have time Mm -hmm. and you just want to slam a protein shake and get your nutrition in, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you need more than just the way, unless you're going to add your own fruit or add your own stuff with it. Yeah. Um, and there's also some ready to drink versions that are good too. um, brands that you can go get in the, in the cold section at the, um, drink section that are, um, ready to drink protein shakes. Don't be afraid of those either. I would say don't lean on them. Don't like have them all the time every day, but especially for practices for you guys, many athletes are under fueled mm-hmm. going into practice hungry. You guys, you know, are skipping breakfast. You're, you know, there's, there's an under fueling happening. So I yeah. want you guys to eat as much as you can and don't forget and don't skip. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those grab and goes are good. Um, and then creatine creatine, um, is a performance enhancing product. Mm-hmm. It is totally safe. All the research yeah. on it is safe. It actually mm-hmm. does help with performance cons- looking at muscle endurance and strength it does um but you we also make enough from eating animal proteins so we're eating it anyway and we're making (laughs) it anyway um but if you wanted more like let's say you're coming off of an injury or let's say you're trying to build strength you're trying to gain weight and gain muscle mass that adding more could help and again you just don't want to take a crappy brand you want to do your research and if if you're a high school athlete or considering going into college you're going to have to switch over to those nsf brands anyway so i would say getting started on a good brand now if you're going to do it is important yeah so it's definitely worth it 
to go that extra step to like get that nutritional value. Like it's a hundred percent worth it. Yep. And there's a, there's an app too. The NSF sport has an app and you just scan the barcode of something mm-hmm. and it'll tell you if it's certified or not. That's handy. Nice, easy, nice and easy. Exactly. Nice and easy. I might definitely going to start doing that since I uh, specifically do want to play in college. So might have yep. to download that app on the phone since, you know, everyone's on their phones these days. Yes. Um, and then coming. So I mentioned I was coming into high school soccer season and I like I'm sure you know a little bit about it, but it's very like demanding. So it's like practice every day two get apart from the weekends like two games a week for like two months straight so it's like really like demanding and grueling so I was wondering if you had any tips to help me and any other listeners who are also coming into high school season to avoid injury and keep us in training and playing games yes um realize now that you are sitting on a gold mine of genetics with your age. Yeah. So you guys, um, you don't have to worry about recovery as much. You don't have to, mm-hmm. you can get away with a lot because your bodies are like in this peak prime. Yeah. Um, but you can only, you can only kind of test that for so long. So if mm-hmm. you're not fueling properly, if you're not warming up and cooling down properly, if you're doing that enough times, you're going to get an overuse injury. So anybody can like twist an ankle. Anybody can um, get a concussion. Anybody can get one of those like crazy random impact. Yeah. Um, But it's the overuse injuries that you actually do have control over. And those Mm -hmm. are the ones that can be career ending. Like, because Mm -hmm. you, you, it's hard to come back from because it's been building and building and building over time. So Mm -hmm. um, fuel is like the number one thing. You have to eat enough. Yes. To eat enough and you have to have enough balance. Mm -hmm. So yes, protein is really important, but fat is also really important. And carbs are also really important. So carbs are what your body is going to use during your practice. Like you eat it during, um, and then your, you know, protein and fat is more of a surrounding need. Um, so that's, that's really important. Um, hydration as well yeah all of you are walking around dehydrated (laughs) every high school kid is walking around dehydrated um and it's it's really important so you're we're in seattle we don't have the heat and the humidity that other Mm -hmm. um, parts of the country do yeah when i do sweat rate tests on my athletes like i just had one of my my nfl players he moved from he got traded from seattle to houston And his sweat rate test was totally different in the Houston Mm -hmm. heat than it was in Seattle. And so at that point we had to, we had to lean on more electrolyte replacement. Mm -hmm. So those things you can drop in your water and all of that stuff. I would say most of the time you don't need those actually water totally fine. And here in Seattle, you probably don't need that. So I would steer away from things like Gatorade and and things like that. You don't actually need it. Just water, water, water. And yeah, the just, only way to tell if you're hydrated is if your pee is close to clear. Mm-hmm, yeah. It should, be, it should be very, very pale yellow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've also like seen like rumors, like if you press down on your skin and it's like mm-hmm. where you press down and it's yellow, that means you're dehydrated. Oh yeah. A good test I do is um, like on your finger, if you kind of pinch the knuckle skin, um, yeah. it doesn't bounce back 
you're probably dehydrated a little bit. The top little skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a good way. Um, but yeah, and then if you know, hydration is good for all the different things. So even like skin and acne and hair and nails and all that stuff, it's it all starts with water. Yeah. So for the pinching the nut, you say if if it like stays at like if it stays like the little like mound, then you're dehydrated. Yeah. If it doesn't if it doesn't bounce back like you know fairly quickly. If it just like sits there and doesn't. yeah, if it sits there, then you're very dehydrated. I think yeah. I think I'm good. Maybe a little bit dehydrated. Yeah, but I'm, um, I mean I'm a high school student, so like yes. you said, all high school students are dehydrated. You guys are. Um, so fueling enough, 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 enough is the key. Athletes are constantly underfueled. Um, so cheat ways to do that. Trail mix is one of the biggest, easiest ways to get in a lot of calories very quickly. Yeah. Nuts, seeds, dried fruit, dark chocolate pieces, Mm -hmm. all of that mixed together. Even if you can slam a handful between practice or like for swimmers, when you get out of the pool or, you know, between like, especially tournaments for soccer, you're playing back to back to back. Yeah. That's a quick way to refuel. It has salt in it for the electrolytes. So trail mix is easy. And then again, kind of having a backup, like a protein bar as a backup. And again, I am more for whole food, but for an athlete, you have to think convenience. There's also mm-hmm. these little protein waffles um, that are really good. They're called honey stinger. A lot of my athletes use those too. And those are quick, easy, and they taste good. Okay. I mean, I really like trail mix. So that's a good thing right there. Um, definitely gonna, yeah, these are all like really good, helpful tips, especially like coming into high school season. Like, uh was uh my one of my friends um he like he started to feel like an injury like thinking it could be like shin splints which is like an overuse injury like uh like you know and I'm and I'm telling and this like a couple weeks before tryouts and I'm telling him I'm saying you have to stop playing now give it a two weeks rest because you're gonna come into high school you're gonna do the first like three days of consecutive tryouts and then you're gonna be out for however long the bad like how however long how bad the shin splints are mm-hmm. and unfortunately he uh, did not listen to me so now he's out for maybe a month yep. uh, because of that uh, because of that overuse injury and uh it's just it's just like really especially the high school season that comes around once a year it's just mm-hmm. kind of difficult to sit on the sidelines when you can be playing with your friends uh, on the field 100 percent. that was the best advice you could have given him <laughs> when you, when you feel an injury coming on your body tells you, and all this stuff is genetic. So a lot of us are prone to injury and we don't Mm -hmm. know it's not our fault. We haven't done anything, but we're just Mm -hmm. genetically prone to an Achilles tear or an ACL injury or shin splints. Um, and so, you know, even the best care can produce an overuse injury. We also have pain tolerance. Um, and so some people have very high pain tolerance. So by the time you feel pain, it's like way beyond, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have to listen to your body and as an athlete, and if you're thinking you want to play beyond high school, or if you want to be, um, like excellent in high school, if you want to like, you know, there's some athletes that are like, team mentality. Like I do this for fun. I happen to be good at it. And there's not like necessarily this drive for like, you know, further on or for championships or for, you know, Kinko, all all whatever. Um, 
But if you are somebody that wants that and are driven by that, what you have to remind yourself is, is it better to sit for three days than to be out for three weeks or three months? Yeah, that, that's, so, that's the exact like advice I gave him. And, and you gotta do all the recovery things. So stretching, warming up, cooling down. There's so many different things you can do. Um, uh, heat, ice, um, there's like recovery sticks you can use that are like roll-ons. There's, um, norm attack. Those, you know, things that like put pressure on your legs. Like, um, there's so many things that you can do, um, for recovery. You're young. So you're going to be able to show up and start yeah. and then leave. You're going <laughs> to be able to, Yeah, <laughs> but you shouldn't. Yeah, definitely should not. You shouldn't. Um, so if you can do warm up and cool down and recovery and just be that, be that guy that shows up early and is always there rolling out, stretching, doing his stuff and stay late and do it. Like it's annoying, but be that guy. Okay. Um, right. That'll help you play longer. And the other thing is you got to remember that being successful in a sport is not just about your physical body, but there's a lot of ways that when you're on a three day or five day or seven day rest, study film, go Mm -hmm. look at an athlete's mentality, look at breathing techniques, look at, you know, do sleep work. Like there's, there's so much that you can do when you're not physically playing to make you a better athlete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These are all really helpful tips that um, I'm going to be that. Cause I mean, usually I don't do a cool down. Um, I usually just go home, but I'm now going to try and be that guy who is doing the cool down at the, uh, end of practices and end of games um and then my final question for you is just a little short one and honestly I'm not sure if I really want to know the answer to it but (laughs) are there any foods that you think are like really bad and that like you should like really stay away from yes so I only have one answer here Mm -hmm. um all the other foods are like everything in moderation right that's my answer everything there's no bad foods this is the one exception to the rule. And I just say, there's like nothing good that comes from this. I feel, I feel like I might know what it is. <laughs> it's, it's a combo. It's the energy drink and pop and soda. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. That's soda. it. And I know you guys love it, <laughs> but it's just a waste. It's a total waste of your time, of your energy, of an intake. It's <laughs> It's like, it, there's nothing good in it for you. It's totally empty sugar. That's a, it's going to spike your blood sugar. You're going to drop and you're doing caffeine for energy intake. It's not the caffeine. That's bad. If you guys need caffeine, like, dude, I did science in college. I get it. Like we need to stay up late. We need to study finals. I get it, but you can do coffee. Like coffee's yeah. fine. Yeah. Coffee's fine. Tea's fine. Um, but not the energy drinks, you guys. It's so <laughs> bad for you. <laughs> and I think I think for me I think the soda is more of like a big uh-oh I gotta cut that out over energy drinks because I don't really drink energy drinks um, and you know what there's nothing to replace soda like people are like oh drink sparkling water like it's just not the same yeah it's just I think I get it. yeah I get it. <laughs> this is one of those things it's like put on your big kid pants and just knock it off. Like there's no way to get around it. It's like, I know it's great, but at least reduce it. So if you're, if you're used to drinking soda every day, like just stick to Fridays, like just stick to Fridays or weekends or just any little bit you can remove it is it's much better. Yeah. That, that is why I, I will. I don't drink soda every day, but like Friday and like Saturday night, I will have like one or two. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great. Okay. Okay, well, that is all the questions I have for you. So thank you for answering them all today. 
Um, I appreciate you sharing your experience and knowledge with us. I personally have learned a lot um, and I'm definitely going to put them to good use to try and get that uh, state title for Mercer Island High School. Good. Um, and that was the 23rd episode of Straight From The Table. If there are any listeners who would like to come on the show, please message me on Instagram, Straight From The Table, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. So thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning into 88.9 The Bridge, KMH, Mercer Island.